thing. Nothing in your mouth, Rose. Nothing in your body, Daniel. (laughs) Nothing in your... Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. We are back. We are back. Well, we never left. Well, Rose left. <laughs> I left. Yeah. But you didn't know that. Well, you did know that. Yeah, because we announced it in like every I, yes, episode. Yes, that's that true. We <laughs> We're like, yeah, we're pre-recording we, this. We are back, yeah. but we are also, I'm also, I'm jet lagged. Yeah. Okay. I got back like two days ago, so mm. I'm like a bit, uh, you know. Loopy, Ooh. aggressive, <laughs> physically, mentally abusive. Um, get me out of here, please. This is my cry for help on the podcast. <laughs> you know, it's like that, that thing where they're like, oh, you know. Um, Daniel, you know, someone might put in the comments. Blink twice if you need help. Wear, wear the color red <laughs> or something, you know? Let me know, guys. I'll wear the color. <laughs> God uh, damn it. It would be mean as hell. Mm-hmm. Anyway, guys, I'm back from London and Morocco. How was London um, and Morocco? Had, had a fantastic time. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. A mm-hmm. little bit of color on me's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morocco was amazing. It's, uh, it's a very interesting country. I highly recommend. Did you go it, to the desert? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So like Morocco. Okay. Maybe this is like culturally insensitive. I don't know. But like when I was in the market, the main market area, because I was in Marrakesh and we went mm-hmm. to the main market area. First of all, it's I like, heard Marrakesh is really cool. It's really cool. It's very culturally just very different, mm. which is obviously what I look for now when I travel because, you know, I'm sick of seeing Walmart everywhere oh or God, Starbucks everywhere. Yeah. So, so it was completely different. And mm. it really reminded me of like, like Aladdin, like gave it, it, it gave Aladdin vibes. It was giving you giving you Aladdin vibes. Yeah, it gave me Aladdin vibes. I'm sorry, I don't know. <laughs> is if that culturally, culturally insensitive? I don't know. People get offended by everything nowadays. This is true. Okay, I'm sure that's not the exact. I don't know. Do we know where Aladdin was actually supposed to be? You know, it's it's very know. ambiguous. Was it supposed to be in like Egypt or something? No, it wasn't Egypt. It was definitely not Egypt, but it's like Middle East yeah. sort of style. Arabian Nights. That's Arabian. You know. <laughs> Guys, we're going to get canceled. I know. Well, you know, I'm sure there's some, you know, there's Arabic influence. Of course. Okay. It's Morocco. It's Morocco. Yeah. In the market. I mean, it was kind of sad, though, because like there were, you know, market people, people in the market that had like snakes that were like clearly drugged and they were just kind of like you know like when the snakes are dancing or whatever i don't know i try not to look because it was yeah. disturbing and they also had monkeys that were chained in the neck and wearing clothing yeah. um but again it's it's the tourist fault it's because they fucking take pictures with these goddamn things i know people need to stop anyway one of the one of the saddest um experiences of my personal life mm-hmm. traveling with regards to like tourism and stuff like that is um <clears throat> when i was in cambodia right all the like children that like come up to oh, you and right. they like beg for money and they want you to buy their bracelets and all this kind of stuff. And <clears throat> all the hostels and everywhere that you stay now, there's like signs that are like, whatever do you it. do, do not buy from these kids. Do not give these kids money, which is hard too, because like that's their livelihood. Right. But if you're doing it, you're promoting them to not be in school because their parents right. are like, Hey, they can just go on the streets and make money. Yeah, I know. It's kind of sad. It's just crazy. But that, that to me, it was like really hard. Cause I remember I was at, um, mm-hmm. Angkor, Angkor Wat. Mm-hmm. 
And this kid was, this one um, little girl was like wanting to give me this bracelet. And then I was like, oh, no, no, no. She's like, aren't you my friend? Like, don't you want to oh, get this? God. And I was just like, ah, They know ah. what to say to pull on your heart I know. And I was just like, oh, my God, I can't do this. I can't. Yeah. There was like so many kids around, like running around I know. That's hard, me. though. Because it's like kids that are, you know, it's hard. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I've definitely bought stuff, which when I, when I probably shouldn't have. Yeah, me too. Um, I definitely have yeah. done that. But it's kind of different with like the monkeys and the yeah. snakes because it's like that's you're choosing to do like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like when and can kids you are not com- see that it's chained up? exactly i don't like, understand people like I, I, you know i don't know like maybe because we're vegan like we can see this stuff more clearly but i'm just like how do you not see that this is like fucked yeah and it's hot as hell and they're like some of these monkeys have like clothes on like it's just like come on it's even like with um in thailand <clears throat> one of the uh hostels that i was staying at so i deliberately because i knew i did a lot of research about thailand and i knew about the elephant trade and right. stuff and i was like i don't want to partake in it i don't want any part of it yeah i want to um go to like a nature park which is what i did mm-hmm. but there was a couple people at my hostel that went on an organized tour and they didn't realize that part of the tour was like the riding this elephant and the girl came back and she was like, I am fucking traumatized. There was like this guy with like a metal spike pick or yep. something like slamming it into this elephant's head and stuff. Yeah. And she was like, I am never fucking doing that shit again. They didn't realize that it was part of the tour. Well, I guess she didn't realize. No, no, they probably did. They just did it anyway. Tons yeah, yeah. of people do that. Like when I was in Thailand as well. Mm. And this is like before I was vegan. Mm. And yeah, all my friends wanted to do the elephant ride. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to do the fucking elephant ride. It's fucked up. Like, yeah. come on now. One thing I did do, which looking back on, I really wish that I didn't. Mm. I went to the, um, those tiger places. You know, oh, you God. can see the tigers. Oh God. I know. And looking back, I, mean, I was I feel just like, like, we've all done stuff like that where it's like, we probably shouldn't have done that. I know. And I was looking back and I was like, Oh, cause I remember them telling us, they're like, Oh, the tigers here aren't drugged. It's they're, such bullshit. I know. They're like, they're literally, they're overfed basically. And that's why they're so docile. And I was like, that's also kind of fucked. I know. Like, like, why would you overfeed them in the first place? Exactly. So basically you're just stuffing them. So they're yeah. so fucking full that they can barely move. Oh my God. And it's I was like, actually oh. so fucked. Yeah. Anyways. Anywho. So other than that, yeah. <laughs> Morocco was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's, we went to this desert where you basically, this desert area is really cool. So they have these things. I think they're called like camps. And basically you just go up at the top of, you know, it's like this giant desert thing. Like a sand dune. I don't know. You just mm. go. No, you. Just, so basically they have these like little restaurants mm. like on in, in like across the desert. And then they also have like pools. And I wish we didn't really because we got there a bit late, like for dinner. But I think during the day, people like swim in the pool and like chill there. That sounds super cool. It's really, really nice. And um, yeah, it was very cool. And uh, I definitely want to go back. We, I did like a, a hot air balloon ride. Oh, that would be and, amazing. I'm yeah, so jealous. it was so nice. Yeah, I definitely want to go back. I love places that have like pools slash like restaurants slash mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like I think back to like, do you remember when we were in Toronto and that one day we were like, we just want like a pool bar. <laughs> Sometimes you just want a pool. Yeah. And it was a scorching hot day. We like scoured everywhere and we yeah. found this, this one on like from reviews or whatever. We're like, fuck it. Let's just try this place. Yeah. And it was actually so nice. We were desperate. We were desperate, but it ended up being such a good vibe. Like it was, yeah. we had our like drinks by there. We we're just casually swimming around <laughs> the sun beaming down on us. I'm like, this day could not get any better. So you all know? you need is a pool, right? Daniel. That's all I need. <laughs> all I need in life, guys. You want to make me happy. You want to be my boyfriend. <laughs> Take me to a pool. I'm like a fish in the water. But you know, you know, in Morocco, it was, uh, you know, it's Ramadan right now. Mm. So I was there during Ramadan. It was very interesting. Uh, do you know that there uh, so they can't eat anything from uh, basically 
dawn uh, till dusk, right? Isn't yeah. It? So Something basically like they can only eat when the sun's down. Yeah. Uh, and they that also includes, can't drink water. Yeah, that's the thing that shocked me. I know. Me. A lot of people don't know that. Because the whole time I thought this, and the only reason I found this out is because uh-huh. one of my roommates um, was doing Ramadan. Oh, this was several years ago. Mm. And the whole time I was like, still it would be fucking hard because I love food. Yeah. And I, the moment I Imagine wake up. Imagine not being able to eat all day. No, I can't. <laughs> like I wake up in the morning, my stomach is growling. You know, I... You're ready to eat. I have a very regular routine you've, in the morning. You've cleared out your stomach. Every, every, every morning. Um, you've cleared everything out and you got to stuff, stuff things back. Exactly. I'm like those tigers Well, you got well, to get know? up early. So people, they get up early before sunrise, eat breakfast. No. And then all day, like the drinking of the water and the That's thing is... That's something they get, no gum. No gum. Like, I don't think they can no really halls. have anything. Yeah, they can't, they can't really eat nothing anything. In your, nothing in your mouth, Rose. Nothing in your body, Daniel. <laughs> nothing in your body at all yeah they they can't they can't succumb to any temptations <laughs> if you know what i mean oh i know i think <laughs> I, I think i think everyone knows everyone knows what i mean what um <laughs> so yeah so th- basically yeah it's about i don't know like self-control i think yeah, that's yeah. part of the the process and it's for like a month i know that's insane okay and and also um I mean, obviously they can't do alcohol. So we barely like there was like a li- we had a bit of alcohol, mm. but technically you're not really like it's very hard to find alcohol. I think in general, Morocco is quite, yeah. you know, like a Muslim country. So I guess apparently it's illegal for Muslims to buy alcohol just in general. Wow. But d- obviously people sometimes like get around it mm. when it's not Ramadan. But during Ramadan, they're really very, strict. very strict. OK, that's what I heard. Interesting. Um, so, yeah. And then. What's funny is when it when it starts to like become sun sunset. This is like when they're like getting ready to break the fast, right? Yeah. And when we're in the market, like like around sunset time, there's all these like um uh what do you call it motorbikes and people just like hurrying to get home or like to go and eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like fucking insane at, during that That's time. That's kind of cool though. Yeah, it it was cool to see um you know how because the. Like so much of the country is doing Ramadan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was kind of crazy. It's kind of it's kind of interesting because like I mean I I, I guess just grow, from growing up in Canada it's like obviously we have a lot of people here that do practice Ramadan. Yeah. But at the same time it's like it will be different being in a place where the majority. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Like it, it's like you know I think that would be a really interesting cultural. Yeah, experience. it was very interesting, and but it was also a little bit concerning because we would you know we would have these car rides mm. and you know we have you know local drivers and stuff and I'm mm. like. This guy has not eaten in the last like ten hours, I know. or in the last like eight hours, and he hasn't drank anything. I'm like, I feel like I feel like this might be a little bit of a dangerous situation. Mm-hmm. God, it would be so hard. I, uh, can't even, I don't. Yeah, I can't even go. I can't should even skip we, a Should meal. we try to do it just for one day, Daniel? Why? Just to see if we can do it. I feel like no. <laughs> <laughs> No. All right, then I'm shoot. not religious. I'm an atheist and I will not participate. Well, not for religious reasons, just to see if we can just do one day. We we could probably do one day. Speak for yourself, Rose. But I don't want to. I know, true. <laughs> I just love food. I'm like, uh, but I, I think there's something to be said. It's about self-control, right? And it's about um pushing your body to no. Listen, I think if you're if you practice Ramadan, you've done it before, there's probably like, you know, your body probably gets used to it in some way. In some way. But I heard, I did hear that, you know, when, you know, when you're actually living, because again, it's for like an entire month. Yeah. So by the end of it, you know, people are starting, there's more accidents during Ramadan. There's definitely like more problems, right? Not course, problems, cause pe- but because like people aren't eating and they're not. when you're hungry. You're not exactly, yourself. Like, like I'm actually a mean person when I'm hungry. Really, Daniel? I yeah. didn't know that. <laughs> 
I'm like some people that are just mean all the time. <laughs> uh, oh my god, I think I would die. Yeah, I would. I, I I couldn't do it, but and also it's you'd have to get up extra early, right? So before sunrise. Mm-hmm. So I guess I mean I don't I don't know, man. And then you probably could go back to sleep, right? After having breakfast. Mm-hmm. Then you get up to your usual day, but That's then true. you just go all day. And then see again. You the can't food, have dinner until the sunset. Maybe food I can deal, even though I don't think so. Mm. But water, oh, dude. But in 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 Morocco, because mm-hmm. they're kind of closer to the, fuck. Why can't I remember the name of it? The not the equator. Is it the equator? Yeah, the equator. Um, don't they have smaller variances in sunrise and sunset times? I they're think not, so. It's not as extreme as us, like because in Canada, yeah. For so example, it'll be. I think sun sunset would be around like seven. Yeah. Um, I think it was around seven. And sunrise is probably six thirty-seven, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a long fucking time. No, it is. It's it's a long time. But think about like for us in the summer. Oh yeah. Our sun rises at like five thirty-six. Yeah, in the but morning. it wouldn't. Uh, Ramadan wouldn't be during the summer, I don't think. Yeah, true. And yes. then it, and then it, and then it sets at like eleven o'clock at night. Could you imagine? Yeah. So they like. <laughs> I don't know how Ramadan the dates work. Yeah. But if they can set it to like Canadian winter. Yeah, Canadian winter. Then we could do it. That's fine. Because like we get like not many hours of sun. No, we could get. <laughs> oh gosh, Rose. We could get up at like eight, have mm. breakfast, sun rises at nine, and then go our. our Even our, then we'd die. I know. Go our full day and then sun sets at around five. So oh then you can. God. Have, still be a lot though. No, can't do it. <laughs> Hashtag I'm an atheist. Mm. <laughs> hashtag anyway oh my god we need to do patreon shout out we do okay guys so as a so reminder we have a bunch. yeah we do we do thanks to you know our cosmic skeptic video I oh think. yeah this is true we guys if you you haven't caught the latest our our, our patreon exclusive uh last month we kind of did a, like a little bit of a deep dive into cosmic skeptic and his, and his no longer vegan yeah. video yeah so we have a bunch of new uh patrons i think yeah yeah all right, so we have some new patrons that joined our Patreon, and we would like to say thank you to Maria, Anna, Flojo. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Jen. Floyo or Flojo? Floyo. Floyo. I like that name. Jenna, Danielle, Caitlin, Diana, and Julie. Woohoo! Guys, just a reminder, our Patreon has... Uh, what does it have, Rose? Oh my God, I don't know. <laughs> Rose has jet lag. Let me handle this section, <laughs> yeah. guys. In case you forgot, our Patreon is patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Um, you get every single episode a week earlier than the public. All of our episodes on there are ad-free content. And we also do a Patreon exclusive every single month. And when you join, you get access to our long library or big library, I guess you will. I guess it, bleh, I can't even talk either. Are you jet lagged, Daniel? <laughs> no. What's your excuse? Uh, hanging out <laughs> with you. Um, no. Um, and our... Um, Oh my God. (laughs) And our big library of previous exclusive episodes where we talked about a lot of different things. We have Rose's reaction to Frele's video on her. Oh God. That's quite old, but it's a classic. It's it's an oldie, but a goodie. Yeah. Uh, We got Cosmic Skeptic. We got horrific dating stories in there, guys. Mm -hmm. We get, as Rose likes to say, we get a little bit more raw and personal (laughs) so check that out guys it's just a reminder it's patreon.com slash the savage podcast and a huge thanks to all of these people that have just joined our patreon community all of our you know og patrons as well cannot forget about the ogs anyway so today guys Mm -hmm. so because i'm jet lagged 
And because for some reason, the news is a little dry this it week. It is drier than the Sahara. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's things going on, but like some of the stories, it's we were like... It's just not... You know what? We just weren't feeling the story. Yeah, we were like, okay, yeah, Donald... The whole... We could talk about the Donald Trump thing. We've talked I'm about so Donald Trump. I'm tired of talking about Donald Trump. I know. We've done... You know, if you guys look back at there's an episode where Rose does an impression of Donald Trump. Like, <laughs> is there? Yeah. Do you not remember? It's probably so uh, bad. Yes. Yeah. I... Oh, look, you're good. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm... Okay. <laughs> I'll have to find that episode and like snap that shot or cut that piece and send it to you because you definitely did. Um, we've talked about that loads. There's been some st- stories around shootings and we're like, we've talked about so many shootings lately. Yeah, I'm tired of talking about fucking shootings, yeah. guys. So we decided... <laughs> we're going to do another segment. This is our last one. Next week, we'll stick to some stories, guys. Um, of what, Daniel? What are we doing? We are doing... Am I... <laughs> the asshole. Is Rose the asshole? <laughs> <gasps> Is Daniel the asshole? Well, the answer to that question is def- <laughs> definitely no. Uh, but yeah, we're going to do uh, uh, crowd pleaser. Everyone loves these stories. They're Please really explain funny. explain what am I the asshole is for so, anyone that's listening for the first time. For anyone new joining this podcast for the first time. Well, first of all, where have you been? This podcast <laughs> has been around for like two years. Longer, I think. Yeah, longer. Almost like yeah. three years. This is crazy. Um, but basically, am I the asshole is a subreddit thread where individuals post a story of something that's happened in their life and they ask the question, Am I the asshole? So they'll put a situation up, like maybe something that happened with their spouse or with relatives, and they'll put it out to the public and say, guys, what do you think? Am I the asshole? And then basically people go wild in the comment section and let them know (laughs) their really strong opinion sometimes on whether or not they're the asshole. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to jump right in. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Our, our, one of our lovely listeners called this our lazy content, you know, (laughs) and we love a bit of lazy content guys. Okay. Oh, this is Rose is going to start us off. Oh, this is a long one. Oh, gosh. I'm ready for it. Lay it on me. Am I the asshole? Yes. No. Daniel? You want to see hangry, Rose? No. I'm actually not hangry. I'm just tired. <laughs> Am I the asshole for publicly humiliating my grieving uncle? Oh, <laughs> oh Lord. <God> damn. <clears throat> I, oh, female, 17, young. Female 17, lost my dad 53 recently, and it sucks. He wanted to die at home, and despite having amazing hospice carers supporting us, it meant my family did a lot of the caring. My stepmom is honestly some kind of superhero for everything she did, and me and my brother, 23, tried to help as much as we could. I missed school to sit in with him so my stepmom could go out of the house and stayed at night so she could sleep. Me and my mom picked up prescriptions and delivered it to them. I cleaned my house so my stepmom had less to worry about and could focus on my dad. Well, my uncle, my dad's brother, hasn't really done anything. Mm. My dad has two brothers and the eldest visited him every week despite living about two hours away nearing 70, like nearing 70 years old. Yeah. His other brother lives about 15 minute walk away. If that after dad became bedbound in early 2023, he stopped visiting due to shielding from COVID. It's important to mention he doesn't have or live with anyone who has a medical condition that would require him to be care- that would require him to be careful about getting mm-hmm. COVID. My dad didn't say anything about it, but one time I pressed the issue slightly, it became clear that my dad was sad that his brother wasn't seeing him. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not completely sure I believe the COVID story and my mom suggested that maybe he was just too scared to see his brother in that condition, which is understandable. It definitely is upsetting to see, but I can't help but feel like no matter how he feels, my dad felt far worse. Even if seeing him in person was too much, couldn't he call him and speak to him? If the COVID story is true, my dad's bed was downstairs. He could have waved through the window occasionally. Even a text would have been good enough, but he didn't even do that. Just when no contact for no reason and just god i picked a dark one jeez and despite being close before that the day after my dad died my uncle had this long self-pitying message on facebook about how hard losing a younger brother is and how difficult the last few months have been the comments were full of loving and supporting messages wishing him well i don't deny that losing a brother must be horrible but the comment about the past few months made me so angry yeah past few months when you couldn't send my dad or stepmom a text Uh, The past few months when our lives got turned upside down while he sat at home twiddling his thumbs. I left a scathing comment uh, saying pretty much that. And I I particularly hate hurtful comment about how my dad's last memory of him would have been how he let my dad down. I'm not proud of it, but I wanted him to be upset. I don't understand why he gets to be the poor mourning brother when his actions haven't shown any regard for our family. Mm-hmm. My auntie, his wife, has left my mom a voicemail, which my mom won't tell me what she said. I know it was bad, and I regret the really bad comment, but why does he deserve my sympathy when it's been <clears throat> up to everyone else to actually do the caring? Oh, she God damn. <clears throat> God damn, it'd be a sad-ass situation. It's really sad. And so is she an asshole? <sighs> I don't think so. I don't think she's an asshole. First of all, she's grieving. Okay. Yeah. When you're grieving, you're going through all kinds of emotions. Okay. Exactly. So you can't really like anything you do when you're grieving. I feel like unless you're like really being an asshole, mm. it's kind of understandable. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I think, I think, yeah, everybody grieves in different ways too. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and I think, the thing that gets me, and I could be wrong, like looking at it at this angle, but like I do feel like there's people out there that almost like use the sickness for like a sympathy card in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like like what his brother's doing is like he wasn't around, he wasn't present during when his brother got sick, and then now that he's passed, he's like, right. "Woe is me! I had such a hard time." Like right. really pulls out that sympathy card. Yes. But I guess my question, or not my question, but maybe like like we just mentioned, like everybody grieves in different ways and maybe for his brother, like they were, it sounded like they were close before he, you know, and again, I'm coming at this left field, but maybe he felt like personally seeing his brother in that state was so traumatizing for him that he just wanted to kind of not saying it's right or wrong, but he wanted to detach because that was his way of coping. And that was his way of dealing with the grief in the, it sounds like her, he had quite a terminal Illness. illness. So the, the, the writing was on the wall um, not saying it's right or wrong, but maybe yeah. that was his way of dealing with with his grief. I know, I get it. Like, I don't think yeah. anyone's the asshole in this situation. I mean, yeah. it's hard to say, right? So, I understand why she's upset. I understand why she wrote what she did. I understand why she feels the way she did. Um, which I honestly probably would feel the same thing. But at the same time, like, do I kind of understand his brother? Yeah, yeah. like it's his little brother as well. Like, yeah, it's your younger brother. <clears throat> Just seeing your younger brother just like deteriorating in your in front of your eyes, like that's traumatizing. Exactly. And again, you're probably you're right. Like maybe that wasn't the right way to handle it. Mm-hmm. But when you're going through that, we don't know how we would behave in that situation as exactly. well. Exactly. It's so it's so hard to say. Like again, because everybody deals with grief so mm-hmm. differently, and that's why like it sometimes gets me like. Obviously, sometimes it's a bit weird, but you know how sometimes on um like murder mysteries or mm-hmm. murder things, they're always like, oh. 
well, <laughs> she um she wasn't really grieving or she didn't really grieve right. properly. And I'm right. like, yeah, but but in some ways there's no real prop. Obviously, I'm talking about like there's extreme examples yeah. where it seems really fucked up where somebody like, I don't know. But throws a party or something. Exactly. Yeah, throws yeah, a party yeah. and like, I don't know, does whatever. But like everyone deals with their grief in, in different ways. And I feel like maybe that was what he was doing. And in some way he just felt like <clears throat> he wanted to keep the memory yeah. of, of his brother uh, how he was before yeah. versus having oh God, him now. So but then still it's like you have that. It does suck. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. But you have that limited time to spend with them. Like I know. me personally, I would have a hard <laughs> time, but I would want to still see them before they mm-hmm. were gone. Like just to have a few more like memories and mm-hmm. discussions and like things like that yeah. before they were God, it's so sad. I know. Oh, God. That's one thing that really, like, I don't want to get too deep into it, guys, but that's one thing that yeah. scares me about life. Yeah. It's is the that, worst part. I think that's the worst part. It's our time is yeah. finite, right? And nobody knows yeah. what happens. We're just gone. I know. God damn it. I know that we'd be going down a dark path. Oh, God. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I, like, I, I understand mm. both perspectives. I don't yeah. think anyone's the asshole. I think that, um, you know, and especially, you know, men, <laughs> maybe not all men. But a lot of men, they don't know how to process emotions, right? Yeah. So instead of, you know, maybe... Well, it's not that... I, th- I, th- I think you're right. Not process emotions, but you no, know what no, I'm saying, No, right? I think that's right. I think the, the problem is it's that they've never been taught to process mm-hmm. their emotions. Or they don't like they don't like to feel that sadness. Mm-hmm. They don't... Well, you know, I, they don't know how to handle that sadness sometimes. And, and I think the big, part, prob- the big problem with that is because, again, up until like even now still, but like men have always been like taught to, to be, be tough, tough yeah. and emotionless and showing your emotions is a sign of weakness and whatever so yeah. a lot of these men like especially that generation the much yeah. older generation mm-hmm. they don't deal with their emotions like yeah. at all so for him it's like probably he's dealing with a lot of turmoil inside of himself but yeah. he doesn't know how to like let it out or talk to people about it because that's not something that's ever been okay for that mm-hmm. generation of men mm-hmm. anyway shall we see some comments mm-hmm. not the asshole someone far wiser than me once said only people who are empty inside feel the need to post everything to social media you love your sibling not by writing facebook posts after they're dead but by visiting them and making memories before they die mm-hmm. interesting okay and then um <clears throat> and then someone wrote i can't believe this is the only not the asshole comment so far really okay that's a top comment mm-hmm. um Honestly, the uncle made no effort to contact his dying brother. It's not that he can't grieve, but rather he shouldn't be on social media to fake the image of a doting brother when he sure didn't act like it. Mm-hmm. As the original poster said, no text at all. And I can imagine no calls nor video calls either. Like, again, yes. Yeah. No, I, probably, I don't disagree with yeah. that. I understand. But do I think <clears throat> he was necessarily being an asshole? Not necessarily. And sometimes. Okay. Like I get the Facebook comment mm. and maybe he was just trying to, you know, put on some kind of show show maybe. But I also think sometimes like we want to get something out there and like put it in words. Maybe we don't know how to like express things. Mm. You know, sometimes it's, it's, it's nice to just put it there. I don't know. It's like a tribute almost. And also maybe, maybe he wanted to put it out there as well because he didn't want people asking him about it. Mm-hmm. He wanted to put it out there. It's done. Yeah. And hopefully not have like lots of questions and follow up and feedback. Yeah. I don't know. Everything is saying not not the the asshole, asshole. but then some people are saying there's not, I can't believe the you're the asshole comments. Where's the you're the asshole comments. I want to, but some of these people are just like living on the internet. Yeah. (laughs) This is the, this is the issue. But I, I, again, guys, like I'm not saying one or the other. I'm not saying that this person's the asshole or this person. I think there's a lot of gray area here. And I think we don't know enough about her 
uh, uncle yeah. and how he was processing exactly. his grief to really argue. Yeah, okay, he put the post on Facebook and said, you know, there's been a really tough time, but maybe he was meaning it's been a tough time for him, you know, yeah. to deal with it. That's his younger brother. Like, that's, mm-hmm. you know, someone that he's grown up with his whole life and for them to deteriorate and pass away before you. you. Yeah. Because they always say, like, the older siblings are the one that are supposed to go first, right? right? Or, like, it's same with parents and kids. Like, the parents are supposed to go first. Yeah. And so it's really hard for them to comprehend and deal yeah. with when the younger person goes first. I know. So it's hard. To, again, I don't think you should have acted like that necessarily, mm. but it's a tough situation. Yeah. Okay, next. Maybe pick a lighter one. Goddamn. Okay, goddamn. I was not expecting that to be so. Uh, <laughs> what are you find? <laughs> Did you find a ridiculous one? Yes. Okay, do it. <laughs> okay, what? Okay, am I the asshole for shaving my stepdaughter's legs? <laughs> Okay. Uh, damn. Um, I'm a female, 29. Interesting. Ma- married my husband, male, 35. Okay. Who who has a child, uh, female, 12, from his previous relationship with another female, 37. Okay. So that was his like ex, I guess. Sure. My husband and I are currently visiting his daughter in her hometown. One of the things we did is we went to um, Target shopping. <laughs> Target. 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 Uh, before going, I asked my stepdaughter's mom what what she's allergic or sensitive to, what she's not allowed to have, etc. because my stepdaughter tends to copy what I'm purchasing for myself. Her mom said that she's not allowed any makeup and that otherwise she's not sensitive or allergic to anything. Okay. While at Target, my stepdaughter really likes some shorts, but she refused to get them because she does not wear shorts even uh she doesn't wear shorts outside even this summer because her legs are really hairy and her mom doesn't allow her to shave. Jesus. She's a brunette. She's 12 years old. I know. She's a brunette with really thick hair. My husband and I were supposed to... were su- My husband and I were surprised to hear this. I didn't have any shaving leg restrictions growing up. We asked around. My sister-in-law, my stepmom, some friends, and everyone said they were allowed to shave um, or their mom would help them shave. <clears throat> we had one more activity planned, going to the water park, and my stepdaughter refused because she was ashamed to wear her swimsuit. Aww. She loves water parks, though. My husband used used to have the whole membership thing in one for her, I guess, for the water park. Okay. So I offered to shave her legs and she agreed. <clears throat> I used high quality products and she loved the feel of smooth legs. <laughs> her mom saw <clears throat> her mom saw her hairless legs and sent my husband a very angry email calling us assholes. Jesus Christ. Am I the asshole? Ooh. No, I don't think so. I don't know. It's hard to say. Well, first of all, I'm assuming the dad approved it. Edit, my husband agreed to it and was present in the <laughs> act, but, yeah. but didn't want to do it himself as he believed I'm more experienced. I mean, is, yeah, which yeah. is understandable. I mean, if we, I had, think... if we had a daughter, Rose, <laughs> you can help her shave her legs because I'm, you know, I'm not going to have as much yeah. experience, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I think if the dad approved, she's not the asshole. Because exactly. Because it's, it's their not child. like she overstepped. It's still his child too. Exactly. And the mom sounds really fucking controlling. True. But I, I, I guess, and I, I'm not... Again, I'm not siding with the mom at all. Mm-hmm. But like, would you be pissed if you and your partner split up? You guys had a kid together and there was something certain that you guys kind of had loosely agreed on. Obviously not like shaving legs. Yeah, I don't like, think that was agreed on. I know that's like mm-hmm. really fucked up. Um, But like, let's say you're like, she can't have, I don't know, chocolate or something sure. or whatever. And then your husband and his, his stepwife or step, his his new wife or whatever, <sighs> go against your wishes? I guess it, it would depend on what it is. Yeah. And also, I would like to believe that I wouldn't be this rigid with I my know. daughter. That's 12 years old. Like, Ex- that is old enough to, you know, be able to shave your own legs. I know. Well, and I think a big part of it, too, is like, 
you know, again, depending on where you're growing up and where you're living, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but Mm. we do have like good or bad, we have societal norms, right? Yeah. And unfortunately, one of those societal norms is that women are kind of expected or or more likely to have like hairless legs. Exactly. And if she wants to shave her legs Mm -hmm. and if she's embarrassed to wear shorts, Mm -hmm. you know, clearly... She has like a thing with the leg thing. Exactly. And like no one should feel embarrassed or ashamed of themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it sucks. Like women should be able to have hairy legs. Yeah. You know what I mean? It should be, For shouldn't sure. be a thing, but it is. But that should also be your choice, right? If you yeah. want to, if you want to have hairy legs, that should be your choice. I get that she's not, you know, she's 12 years old. She's young, mm-hmm. but I don't know. The mom sounds fucking controlling. <laughs> mm. I don't know. And also like, you know, she's not allowed to have makeup. You know, I was allowed to wear makeup when I was, you know, 11. Yeah. Should we look at some of the comments? Yes. Yeah. Are we right or wrong? We're right. Not <laughs> not the asshole. If she's embarrassed to the point of being unable to enjoy herself exactly. or to be comfortable, then the mother is not being very understanding. And her dad is also her parent. So if he was yes. fine with it, like to your point, yes. the mom can suck it up. It's not like you went behind both parents' backs yeah. and did it against the daughter's will. Yeah. I was very self-conscious about my leg hair as a kid. Also brunette with dark, thick leg mm-hmm. hair. So I can't imagine my mom not allowing me to shave when I was 12, 12 freaking years old. It's like, and that's like the age when you want to fit in the most. That's the age when you want to, you know, you're starting to, you know, maybe notice boys or girls, you know, you know, want to be attractive. And the last thing you want is like a nickname of like, I don't know. Exactly. And this one kids are the most fucking brutal as well. Fucking brutal. Yeah. Junior high kids are fucking, it was like 12 is the worst. Like like (laughs) high school. Honestly, everyone's like, Oh yeah. High school. High school. Actually I found fine. It was high junior school's high. Fine. Junior high was junior high is the up. worst. You're like everyone's a sociopath in junior high. I swear to God. <laughs> so someone put on here. You're technically the asshole, but sometimes it takes an asshole to do the right thing. Not oh. not the asshole. What the fuck? I don't. Some, no, you're not an asshole. No. Let's see if there's. I want to read another another comment. Not the asshole. She's 12 years old. She's hidden. hidden <laughs> she's 12 years old. She's hidden puberty. Clearly, if she wants to shave her legs, she should be allowed to shave her legs. They're her legs. Yes. Like, I, I get that she's 12, but mm. also that's old enough to make some level of decision on your body. Exactly. I'll never understand parents who restrict their teens and tweens from doing completely age appropriate things mm-hmm. like shaving or trying out makeup. Barring any kind of sensitivity or allergy, to, kids should be able to express themselves and figure out what they like, especially at that age. My mom used to tell me I wasn't allowed to shave above the knee. Something that confuses me to this day. <laughs> I have PCOS. PCOS is like a, uh, it's like a physical condition. Okay. Polycystic ovary syndrome oh, or okay. something. Oh yeah. I think I have heard of this. Some before. kind of hormonals. Mm. Yeah. I have very dark hair. I did it anyway. When she got mad, I told her that I wanted to. I think she was concerned in a, who are you shaving for kind of way. Oh my God. Well, gross. <laughs> but I, I think like, again, to this point, it's like, they're the, the kids are becoming adults and also when you're when you obviously you have to have some rules in your house like and yes. I, I can't speak too much on it because I'm obviously not a parent so I don't mm-hmm. know what it's like but I do feel like in my experience all of the kids that were really had really super controlling parents to the point of like restricting them about wearing makeup who they dated all of this kind of yep. stuff those were all of the kids that went off the fucking rails yep. it's so true because they didn't have they they were so restricted exactly. in their life that they just ended up they Doing felt like everything exactly they were yeah. felt like they were in a cage it's and then so they true. busted out and those are like and again guys i'm generalizing here but like all the kids i know that like started doing hardcore drugs and you know sleeping around yeah. and all this kind of stuff were all the kids that were from like super strict families mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, what it's is so going true. on exactly. here? Exactly. I don't know why people. It's like a pattern. It's like mm-hmm. definitely true that this is what happens. A hundred percent. When you give people no like no room to breathe. Yeah. Once they have a little room, they'll fucking like go off the rails yeah. for sure. You have to be obviously like within reason, right? There's certain things that your kids can't be doing. Yeah. But then also like little things like this, I don't well, understand. It's like when you tell kids, for example, let's say your daughter's dating some dude that you don't want them to date. Mm. As soon as you tell them you're not to see him anymore, um, they'll like immediately get obsessed with each other. Oh yeah, they'll like you know fall what I mean? in love. So it's like the forbidden love, you know. Yeah. It, even with adults, right? When you tell someone, oh, you can't do this. It's like, we want to do it more. Exactly. Or like, oh. <laughs> Rose, don't look what's over there. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, exactly. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know the fucking shaving leaks thing. That's weird. I know. Okay, she sounds like a controlling ass mom. Crazy, crazy. The mom's the asshole. Yes. Okay, let's see here. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Am I the asshole for telling stories about my mom's questionable parenting tact techniques to friends and family? <laughs> I, twenty-two male. Went home to my parents' house this week for a Jewish holiday. I brought two friends, 21 male and 22 female uh, of mine, because they wanted to see what it's like. Also attending were my sister, 29 female, her boyfriend, and my brother, 26 male, and my parents, 52 male and 47 female. Um, I already told my friends stories about my how my mom would act when I did something that was disappointing in her eyes, how she always threatened to disown me. Oh, God. Or that I was barely allowed to make any decisions at all in my life. We see a pattern here with parenting here. What What is with parents say that I'm going to disown you? Like, <laughs> who says that? Apparently a lot of people. What the fuck? I know that she loves me, but she's done many things the wrong way and hurt me pretty badly in the process. Of course, she doesn't want to hear any of that. It doesn't matter that she once told me I was the biggest regret of her life or the biggest shame of the family. <laughs> oh, my God. This poor kid. Oh, my God. And then she said, I was called that because I finished 10th grade with a grade point average of 2.2, which is not bad at all. I mean, it's, it's a little low, but still. That is it, a little low. W- that but everyone, mean, everyone's different, right? Exactly. So. And that doesn't mean you should be called the biggest shame of the family. I know. In her opinion, uh, all of that is totally fine because she loves me and only wants the best for me. Obviously, I didn't want any drama while my friends were over. Plus, I hate arguing with my mom since she has a tendency to be very hurtful. Um, but frustration and a bit too much wine got the better of me. You see, since Sounds the like moment... Sounds like <gasps> Frustration and a bit of wine. <laughs> Always gets the better of me. <laughs> you see, since the moment my friends arrived, all my mom could do what uh, could say about me were my flaws and things I do wrong. Not one word of pride has come out of her mouth and even my friends noticed. It was almost as if she tried to drag me in the worst light possible in front of my friends and I was at the point where I almost broke down crying. Oh. <clears throat> when I meet my friend's parents, they always say nice stuff. <laughs> sure, a funny hip here and, um, and there is normal, but that was just devastating. Even my friends noticed it. So I started telling stories about how she made me cry when I was a child and she had to teach me spelling. I'm severely dyslexic and was simply not capable of spelling certain things right. So she kept pushing and pushing until I cried. Oh my gosh, it sounds awful. I also told the story of how I had to perform a song and she had helped teach me by literally breaking my spirit until I could sing the right tones. But that, by the way, a story my siblings and I share and she usually finds it funny. Now she's mad at me for telling these stories and I and making her look like a monster in front of others. Am I the asshole? Um, and then. <laughs> oh, and then he wrote. 
edit. Since some of you are wondering about my GPA, I'm from Germany. The best possible score would be one. So 2.2 is actually fine. Okay. So maybe oh, they have a different system. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because like here it's yeah, out of four, right? Yeah. Because 2.2 is, is like, like barely passing. Yeah. But I guess it's different in Germany. Okay. Uh, not the asshole? <laughs> I'm going to throw this out there. Okay. Oh, is he an asshole? I don't think anybody's assholes in this situation. It just sounds like you and your family need a little bit of counseling. Well, I think the mom's a bit of an asshole. Yeah, I mean the mom <laughs> a little bit, yeah. But I'm I'm like again, uh, it's it's so tough because I feel like we're hearing one side of the story. We are hearing one side of the story. And also I do and again, I'm not I'm guys, I'm not like um condoning any of his mom's behavior. Yeah. But like I do feel like generally parents try to do that the best that they can for their kids. Right. Based on what they know. So based right. on how she was raised by her sure. parents, it kind of flows, you know, shit flows, shit rolls downhill right. basically. Right. So she kind of took what she had from her parents and things that she didn't like and tried to like form it into how she raised her kids. Well, not necessarily things that she didn't like. She just took things. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. She learned from her parents. Yeah. And she thought this is the right way to parent. Exactly. And then, yeah, trickle down. And then really she because this is the thing again guys there is no rule book out there for fucking parenting mm-hmm. well Nobody, there's, a, there's a few rule books i know i mean there are i mean there are some <laughs> there's rule probably books. an entire section okay actually there, if okay. you go into <laughs> chapters there's probably an entire section on parenting i think i take that back you're right there is actually like but there's no one size fits all yeah there's no like there's no like proven 100 I mean, percent. not 100 percent, but there yeah. are some proven methods okay you know what Bruce? <laughs> Can you just leave me alone today? I cannot handle this. Like, I'm like, oh, there's no rule book. There's a rule book. Well, there's no proven way. There's a proven way. Well, um, <laughs> there's not a 100% proven way. Yeah. So, uh, And we could all argue about what's best. Exactly. And we're good at arguing. So, um, but I think, I think, I but still. But I think it's safe to say that, you know, what she did is probably. Yeah, she's a bit of an <laughs> asshole. Yeah, she is a bit of an asshole. Like, Sorry, continue. She's a bit of an asshole. And I think it's just it's just weird because I'm, I'm sure she doesn't like when she thinks about how she parented her kids, she doesn't look at it as like she was an asshole. Of course. Yeah. Of course. But assholes don't usually exactly. do that. Assholes don't usually think like that. I, know, I just I don't understand. Like, to be honest, guys, and maybe I'm delusional. Um, but I like to think that I can, I'm pretty, uh, good at like ref- self-reflection mm-hmm. in terms of like, and there's been times I've been an asshole and I've realized afterwards and I've been like, Oh, I was kind of a dick in that situation. You know, like, yeah. I feel like I have an okay judge of that, but it shocks me how many people out there like are oblivious to it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you'll get in an argument with somebody or like, even like, I'm not going to say names or examples and stuff like that, but you're just like. I know. How can you not take a step back? Like, I can admit when I've done something wrong. Yeah. But, but like, people, how can you not do that? I just don't get it. I know. But some people are either, maybe they're narcissistic mm. or I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in people's heads. God okay. Damn. Um, oh, so, so top comment. Yep. Not the asshole, but I think you need to go minimum contact with your mom. That's not questionable parenting. It's outright emotional abuce. God damn. <laughs> you just condone emotional abuse I there, Daniel. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Okay, hold on one second. I wasn't condoning anything. I said, I said, um, you know, playing devil's advocate. That's what I was meaning. But I, I, I don't agree with any of the things that she was doing at all. And I do kind of think she was an asshole. And she doesn't sound like she was a very supportive. Um, Not at all. Yeah. Uh, supportive or loving even like caring, you know, because kids need love and they need support. I know. And it sounds need... like he was like really fucking. Yeah. It's like sing this song till you get it right. <laughs> I don't but yeah, care. you're right, though. Like, I don't think. She knows that she was being yeah. an asshole. Because I like, I like to, I like to genuinely think, guys, and maybe again, I'm delusional. Um, <laughs> but I like to genuinely think that most parents out there have their kids' best interest at heart, even if 
in their minds a bit fucked up and they don't know how to be a good parent. Right. They're thinking that they're doing the best for their children. Right. They're thinking they're doing. Yes. I'm not condoning it. I'm not saying it's good behavior. She's a, she's not a great mom. Like she, you know, it sounds like she did a lot of levels of emotional abuse and all kinds of things that, you know, is upsetting. Um, did she do it deliberately though? That would be the question. And I don't think that that's something that she would deliberately go ahead and do just because, you know, sorry, one second. My it's mom. All good. I'm used to this guys. <laughs> The professionalism, you know? Um, Anyway, Mm. so everyone's saying not the asshole. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah. Mm. And she's the asshole. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to submit a story, I think, one day and just be like, you know, (gasps) am I the asshole for for calling my friend out for being on her phone (laughs) while we're trying to record a podcast? Um, (laughs) My mama was texting me. (laughs) All the comments, not the asshole. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, Rose. Um, <laughs> okay, you pick one, Daniel. God damn, there's just so many really just, just, <laughs> I want to find one that's like. Funny. Ooh, this is an interesting one. Okay. This is, they're posing a different question. It's not, am I the asshole? It's, would I be the asshole? Oh, okay. So let's get into this. Oh, wow. This is uh, quite a long one. Mm-hmm. So. Rose, (laughs) would I be the asshole for refusing to pack my husband's lunch? Oh, interesting. (laughs) Not the asshole. (laughs) (laughs) My husband, 35 male, and I, 28 female, have two children, uh, two beautiful children, a five-year-old boy and a three-year-old girl, and I'm currently pregnant with my third child. God damn. God damn, I can't even imagine. Yeah, right? She's 28. That's a lot of kids. That's a lot of children. I Yeah. Recently... My mother-in-law has fallen onto hard times and lost her apartment. My husband invited her to live with us, which I wasn't originally happy about because (laughs) (laughs) with the little one on the way, I wanted time to focus on our family, but I ultimately understood that it's a special circumstance. Mm. The problem is that mother-in-law was, has really changed since she got here. Of course we, (laughs) we used, we used to have a relatively good relationship, but she's becoming increasingly demanding and unreasonable. I know it's a hard time, so I've tried to be accommodating, but it's all getting to be too much. For example, she's been asking that we buy specific brands when getting groceries, which which would be fine if they were just for her, but she's insisting that the cereal brand we feed my kids isn't healthy and they have to eat a different brand. The uh, The one we buy is the one they like and is not particularly unhealthy as far as cereals go. She's also been moving our furniture around. Oh, that's weird. Primarily the guest room, which where um, that she's staying in. But recently, she had my husband swap the couch and the armchair in the living room while I was out running errands. All this is fine. I love my husband and my mother-in-law, and can understand what she's going through, so I can deal with it. It all finally came bo- to a boiling point last night, though. Ooh. My husband and I were having a disagreement. We're <laughs> um, my husband and I have been having a disagreement lately. Usually, my husband makes his own lunch to take with him to work. However, since I've recently quit my job to become a stay-at-home mom, he thinks I should start making his lunch along with the children's lunches. My husband goes to work an hour and a half before the children go to daycare. I currently wake up around the time he leaves for work and have plenty of time to get the kids ready and make their lunches. If I were to make his lunch, I would have to get up way earlier. We're at an impasse now on this issue right now. Apparently, he complained to his mother about it. And she, uh, because she confronted me last night about being a bad wife. Oh my God. In, in her words, I'm not good enough for her son. <gasps> and if I can't even make this one sacrifice, uh, well, and if I, ca- if I can- can't even make this one sacrifice to make him happy, 
Are you fucking kidding me? Being confronted like this made me so mad. <laughs> yeah. And I don't even know why. I snapped and yelled back at her and said some things I regret. <laughs> now my husband expects... Oh, family drama. I know. I love it. Well, I don't love it. <laughs> now my husband expects me to give my mother-in-law an apology and, and start packing his lunch. What and, the fuck? And neither of them are talking to me until then. My husband and I have have never had problems like this before. He's always been so good to me. I'm worried that I'm overreacting and making uh, and making an already difficult time even harder. I've never snapped like that before, but I just feel so overwhelmed and I don't have anyone in real life to talk about this because my family doesn't understand my relationship with my husband and does, doesn't support us. Oh. Would I be the asshole if I held my ground? <laughs> um, I'm going to say no. I don't think you'd be the asshole for holding your ground. No, first I think- of all, why? What's changing? Because he's obviously, he's, what, what is my mom saying? God damn. This be a really big okay. situation, guys. Sorry. My, my, my mm. mom was having a hard time logging into Netflix. Okay. Oh, and as a great daughter that I am, I was trying to help her. Okay. Because we know, we all, she's, she's managed. Okay. Perfect. We all know how frustrating it is when you're trying to log into Netflix. Oh and yeah. You can't, and you want to watch something. For sure. So no, that's I why that. I was like. Anyway. Is she is she gonna watch that show you recommended to me? I don't know what she's gonna watch. Okay, she's uh, she, I was putting out fires, you know. Mm. <laughs> um, Rose, the residential first firefighter. All, first of all, um, I don't understand because it seems like he was packing his lunch before. Yeah, what changed? Well, it sounded like because before he packed his lunch. And then his mom moved in. No, no. But, oh. Well, that, that was part of it. But he, the reason why he wants her to pack his lunch now. Oh, because now she's staying at home. Exactly. Because she quit her job. And right. she's a stay-at-home mom now. And so now he wants her to pack his lunch. <laughs> Is that reasonable? Okay, I'm, guys. I'm a little torn on this one. I'm also torn Slightly. on this one. Because, because we, me and Rose have talked about this a lot about the di- dichotomy. Dichotomy. The dynamics, the dynamic I, dynamics of, of straight relationships and, and how they're shifting and changing in the new age, right? Like yeah. the expectation for women, uh, especially to maintain a house, do all the housework, cook all the food, do all this while also working a full-time job and the husband just works yeah. is ridiculous, right? There has to be some kind of balance and compromise, but we have always said, or at least I recall talking <laughs> about this before, like if one of the partners was a stay at home, right? partner like for example if I was a stay-at-home dad yeah I think that there would be an expectation on me to provide you know cleaning and cooking and things like that because I'm not away from the home for 40 hours a week sure but all of the above it's I think it's unreasonable like yes you know you're going to do a little more and she's clearly doing more because she's making lunch for all, all the kids which it sounds like that's what she's been doing even when they're both working yeah okay and also my my girl is pregnant She's pregnant. Okay. You are tired when you are pregnant. Okay. I don't know what I've never been pregnant, Mm -hmm. but based on what I hear, it doesn't sound like a walk in the park. No, it doesn't sound fun. It does not sound fun. Yeah. Now she's dealing with not only this annoying ass mother-in-law, sorry, but like she sounds fucking annoying. Yeah. And now she's literally growing a child and she's making lunch for the kids. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I think that the, I can understand why the husband would maybe, you know, ask, but I think if you're a pregnant wife, (laughs) It, who is already making lunches for your children, which yeah. they've probably, again, been making these lunches. And I'm a, I am don't know who's cooking dinner. Yeah. You know, I don't know how these are divided. Yeah, okay? I don't know the dynamics either. Like, maybe he's not doing anything. Maybe he is doing something. Maybe yeah. he's making dinner. But it sounds like mm. what's happened is 
the mother-in-law moved in oh, yeah. and the mother-in-law has certain expectations again you know different generations yep. different expectations of yeah. what wives are supposed to do this is so true so it sounds like she's putting ideas in his head mm. and so now he's becoming more of this like traditional it's so interesting because like i feel like that's such a good point because for example if like my mom if i was straight and i was married <laughs> yeah. and you were my wife and my mom <laughs> moved in <laughs> I feel like I love my mom, but she also has very like traditional, traditional views. views, even though she's always worked like, you know what I mean? Right. But like she does have more traditional views and she would probably be like, Rose, um, you should be, you know, maybe cleaning up the dishes and stuff <laughs> for Daniel, your doting husband, <laughs> you know, like, oh, and, and the crazy thing to me though, too, is how our society has like made it so that like, you know, and it's, I, I see it in my parents sometimes, you know, uh-huh. like my dad will do something in the house, like, you know, clean the, clean the, load the dishwasher, for example, or like sweep the floor for once, you yeah. know? And it's like this big, huge deal. And he's like, and he'll, he'll, he'll <laughs> say, like, and I've heard this say to my mom, I did this for you. <laughs> what the fuck? I know, you right? It's, when like, is it's like a favor. When did, when did I sign up that this is my fucking job? Yeah. It's not. This is our house. Uh-huh. These are our tasks. You're not, and, but but so many guys do this. I know. The, and imagine if it was flipped to this situation. Yeah. If it was a stay-at-home dad. Yeah. And if, if he was making lunches for the kids, just the kids, it'd be like, oh my God, best husband award. Yep. The fucking husband award of the year goes to this man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And he's not even fucking growing a baby. I know. Fucking hell, man. It's crazy. But the, this is... The, so... I, I, I kind of see what I think they should do is just like sit down as, and have an adult discussion have a, without yeah. the mother-in-law. Yeah. Get the fucking mother-in-law away. <laughs> um, She's like, she's living there with them. They're helping her while she's like, going through a hard time. Like yeah. she should keep her fucking mouth shut and be I, like, thank oh. you so much for letting me stay here. This is one of my biggest pet peeves is when people that it's like someone's doing you a fucking favor. Okay. Oh. Someone is doing you a favor. I get that this is your son, but he doesn't need to have you staying at, you know, his fucking house. He doesn't. Okay. They're doing you a favor. Yes. So for you to go in and act like a fucking asshole. And start rearranging furniture. And calling, and calling the wife a bad wife. Yeah. Like, come on. This is what's crazy. But I do feel like this, guys. And like, again, I don't want to be too negative about push the point <laughs> too much. Yeah. But like, I feel like. And this is like, I probably do this sometimes too, but not quite to this extreme degree. Yeah. People are always quick to ask for favors, right? Like, or, yes. or there it's, it becomes like, Oh, Hey, can I stay with you? Or, Hey, can I borrow some money? Or, Hey, can I do this? And you do them the favor, right? So you're like, you know what? You're a good friend of mine. You're my mom. You're my family. You're whatever you do the favor for them. And then it almost becomes like an a problem, but well, not sometimes an expectation, but it almost becomes a pro an issue for you. Like I'm doing you a fucking favor. You're living in my house and now you're causing right. me problems. Yeah. This shouldn't be my problem. Or like, for example, I loan you money. You don't pay me back. And you have to, and I have to chase yes. you. And mm-hmm. then it, be- and then you make me feel guilty yes. about doing it. It's like, well, hang on a second. It's like, why do I feel bad for asking for money that I'm owed? Exactly. Or like yeah. even letting you live in my house or whatever. It's like, I am doing you a favor. At what point did you forget that? Yeah. And start thinking that this kind of behavior is okay. Yeah. You know, and I'm sorry, like, for example, like I have lived in place, places for free. Like even when I first moved to London, my aunt and uncle were so gracious enough to let me live in their place for free for a couple months until I got on my feet. And you can best believe that I was like, what can I do? How can I help? Yeah. At the end of the two months, I like took them and my cousins out for dinner. Like yeah. these are just like little things that you do because I knew from the moment I was there that they were doing me a favor. Yeah. I tried to stay out of their way as much as I could. Yeah. Like 
these are just like common I feel like common courtesies like yeah never at any point was I just like oh this is an expectation and I was I would never rearrange fucking furniture or anything like <laughs> that's this. Like, insane what the hell it's insane to me uh, and for that oh god the husband don't even get me started I know um and then so top comments not the asshole mm-hmm. a grown-ass man who can't even make his lunch is his own lunch is pathetic <laughs> and then someone responded that you, Rose? <laughs> That's, I agree completely. Yeah. Someone responded and goes crying to mommy. Pathetic is putting it mildly. <laughs> wow. These people are harsh. It's true though <laughs> that like there's this weird relationship, not weird relationship, but like, Oh, like mother and son. Yeah. Because like, especially like our generation and then our yeah. generation's parents, it's like oh. a lot of those boys will be like, Oh mom, like my wife's not doing this, blah, blah. Cause they saw their mom yeah. doing all of those things. Yeah. Especially to the sons. Yes. Moms and their sons, man. Like it's, it's kind of crazy to me. Like I hear stories of like friends of mine where, you know, the expectation was if they were the female in the house, yeah, they were, they had to do all the housework or help yeah. their mom with the housework. And the expectation was never on their brothers. Never. And I'm like, why? Why Why was that Because of a these thing? gender roles where it's like the woman has to know mm. all the housework. Which is kind of stupid because like, well, it's stupid for many reasons. But if you think about it, especially like when you first move out, mm-hmm. like a lot of people that move out of their parents for the first time, they're not in relationships, right? So right. you have these single guys that you're sending <laughs> out to, to live their bachelor lives yeah. that don't even know how to fucking load a dishwasher. I know. It's so Or annoying. do their laundry. Yeah. Like. I know. But somehow, yeah, I know, right? It's like they don't know how to do basic things, which is probably why their lives get better when they get married. But exactly. Whereas women's lives get worse because now they're doing laundry of two people. Exactly. Like even even (laughs) reflecting back, like, you know, part of it, like my mom did ask me and my brother to help out with chores and stuff. Yeah. But it wasn't such a big expectation. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I do feel like my parents had like, you know, got me more involved with like cleaning Mm. and cooking Mm. and stuff. Because when I first moved out, all of this was a shock to me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when I first moved out, I was like, oh my God, I have to clean my whole house by myself. I have to do, I was doing my laundry before. So that was never yeah, an yeah. issue. Laundry's never, I've always, it's fine. But like, even just like little things, even to this day, I'm, I'm better now. Yeah. But I just like hate cleaning. And I feel like if I had done it earlier in life. I mean, maybe, you would still hate it. Yeah, I probably would still hate <laughs> it. But I'd be much, I'd be much better at it, much more efficient at it. Like I would actually like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. whereas now I'm just like, oh, f- yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so yeah. men are useless apparently. <laughs> Uh, um it's a product of society rose it's how yeah, we're raised so people agree with us see yeah we're right so to to if you're listening to our podcast you would not be the asshole for holding out <laughs> stand your ground you're a pregnant lady and i think you and your husband need to have an adult conversation without his mom there and just t- talk about what the expectations are and and lay it down and say you know what i don't want to get up early and make your lunch i'm already exhausted i'm pregnant i'm getting up and making both the kids lunches so figure out how, what's going to work for you guys and if he was making his lunch before if i can make your lunch again buddy yeah. like you know and th- the thing is housework people act like housework is you know not a big deal mm-hmm. and these men they go to work and they think oh like it's fine because like my wife's a stay-at-home wife so she can do basically everything in the house like that is a fucking more than a full-time job it's huge taking care of a household with your mother mother living in there and your two kids and husband that's like imagine if that's an, it, so much work if anything and they didn't go into detail on this obviously so yeah. we don't know but if anything the mom-in-law that's living in there for free yeah maybe she, she should, should be, be doing, making your fucking lunch she should be making the lunches you know yes. pulling her weight exactly uh. <laughs> let's see um, 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 um god damn we got time for one more rose one more god damn um let's 
see. I like the one last week. I, I picked it perf- purposely for Rose because I thought she'd resonate with it. And it was, am I the asshole for asking my wife to remove her K-pop tattoo? <laughs> that was triggering. That was. <laughs> for those of you that don't know, Rose does have a K-pop tattoo. Where? You um, will never excuse know. Excuse me. <laughs> Just Interesting. Kidding. Okay. All right. Am I the asshole for not treating all of my kids the same? Oh, controversy. This is controversy. My husband, 42 male, and I, 33 female, pretty big, uh, big little age gap there, mm. have been in a relationship for four years. However, we did not introduce children until the second year. Wow. Two years into the relationship without introducing kids. That's pretty... Mm. Okay. Oh, like they had both had kids from yes. separate, separate... Oh, yes, I see. Okay, she's yeah, 33 yeah. and he's 42. So okay. I guess they had kids and they did not introduce kids until the second year. But I guess that kind of makes sense because I, I feel so, like... I guess so because you want to be serious. Yeah. And you want to make sure two that... two years. Damn. That, that is a long time. That is a fucking long time. That's a time. fucking long ass time. Like, yeah, damn. Anyway. Recently, my stepdaughter, 10 female, accused me of not loving her as much as my biological children when... Wow, she has four kids. One female, one-year-old, five-year-old, seven-year-old, and a nine-year-old. God damn, girl. And she's 33. Like, yeah. She's a year younger than us. God damn. Can you imagine having a nine-year-old? Five kids. Four kids. Four kids. Well, well, four five. kids and a stepdaughter. Oh, my God. I- and then she wrote, while I assured her that I love her deeply and she means the world to me, I also explained that my love for my biological children is different as I've been with them since their birth. This statement upset her and it, she expressed her feelings to me. I now feel extremely guilty and my husband thinks I'm wrong and I think I am too. So Reddit, what do you think? <laughs> oh, God. Family dynamics she is did, so fucking she tough. She did write an um, update, yeah. but I'm going to read the... Wait, wait, wait to read the update. Let's... Okay, so the dog. I think she's an asshole because uh, I don't how know. Is if she's it, an how old ass- is the stepdaughter? Ten years old. Yeah, so I think you do not tell a ten-year-old exactly. child this, this. This is the thing. Even if <laughs> it was okay, true, right? even if it's true, right? Exactly. Like, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shame this woman for loving her biological kids that she's had her whole entire life, like her. Yeah, of course. Since they were born, versus a stepdaughter that's that just, she met two years ago. That she met two years ago. I'm not. I'm never gonna be like, hey, you need to love this stepdaughter the most. And yeah. Blah 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 blah. But like, she's ten years old. Like, there be an adult, and sometimes you, there's sometimes there's some things that are better kept unsaid yeah and even if you do feel that way you don't have to express it to her right like yeah. you, you could just say no i love all of you guys equally exactly like you don't have to you know parents do this shit all the time like you know how parents are always <laughs> like they're always like oh i don't have a favorite child and it's like well you fucking do <laughs> you know well i heard someone say you you love all your kids the same but you definitely like some better than others. yeah this is it this is it but like but but you never you never until they're adults <laughs> And even then, you still probably wouldn't express exactly. it. Exactly. You know, you're not going to be like, oh, you're the favorite child. Well, maybe you would. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some like, people do. Some yeah. people joke around about it. Exactly. But she's 10 years old. That's traumatizing. It is. You can't say that to a 10-year-old. I I'm can't sorry. believe she said that to a 10-year-old. Like, she has four children. Okay, some people never learn how to parent. I know. Jesus fucking Christ. Five kids now. Yeah, five children. Let me... Uh... God, imagine their grocery bill. <laughs> like, I just can't imagine how people can... Can you imagine having four kids? No. <laughs> we can't even have, imagine having one. Because I, I think to myself, guys, and I honestly, I give props to all of you guys that are parents out there because, like, I think about my life and I reflect on my life and, like, what a chaotic mess that it <laughs> usually is. Like, and I'm thinking, like, how the hell would I... But I guess... I, I guess Again, the, we, would ha- we would just, like, literally just... Our lives would be dedicated to, to exactly. children. Exactly. The reality of the matter is yes. it would change. We would, we would make it happen for yeah, sure. Yeah. We, okay? You would just We've make it We've seen hot messes have kids and somehow make it work. This is true. This is very so. true. 
Uh, first comment, you're the asshole. Why it is perfectly normal, while it is perfectly normal to feel more connection to your biological children, it is not normal to share those feelings with exactly. a 10-year-old. Exactly. Those are secret feelings never meant to be spoken out loud. Yeah. Do better. <laughs> exactly. That's a, my, my point. Couldn't, you yes. couldn't have said it better. Oh my God, I can't believe she said that to a 10-year-old. Know. Especially because she's 10. Like Maybe if they're and all adults. Ask that question. Like, what concerns me is like, I can understand. Maybe you fucked up, right? Yeah. Like we all fuck up. Maybe we say things that we shouldn't have said. Oh, for sure. But to ask that question as if you're like wondering if that this is like the right thing to do. It's like, come on. You should have known as soon as it exactly. left your mouth. You should have known. Oh, fuck. I, that was, Shit. I'm yeah. just kidding. Yeah. But it's even like, I'm sure even her own kids have been like, mom, do you have, do you like my brother more than me? She's like, of exactly. course not, sweetie. Yeah. I love you all equally. Even yeah. if she's like, oh, you're driving me annoying. You're driving me crazy. Yeah. And I do like this kid better. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever it is. And then she wrote, so this is the update. Ooh, let's hear it. Because obviously everyone like, agrees with us. Um, I wrote my post around 11 in the morning and I realized I fucked up badly. Yeah. I asked my stepdaughter to come downstairs as we needed to talk. I started apologizing to her for what I said. I told her that the love between me and my biological children comes naturally, but the love I have for her developed as I got to know her beautiful personality. She told me she forgave me and I know for a fact that I'm going to have to do a lot more than apologize to her to forgive me fully. I asked her if she would like to go shopping, just us, and she agreed. We got to know each other much better and we had the most fun we've ever had together. She told me that she loved me so much and it seems so far as um so far all is going well between us we're planning to go swimming blah 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 okay so like at she, least yeah. you know she's and, realizing exactly and i think the thing is especially because like i remember when i taught um when i was teaching english in spain yeah and like i taught some kids that were around 10 years old because they would be like yeah, grade yeah, yeah. four slash grade five ish i think yeah and like these children especially at that age yeah they're very like um, they're developing their personalities, which is quite sure. interesting, but they're really, cause like I also taught grade six and I feel like once they get to like 11 or 12, that's when they become assholes. Yeah. That's yep. when they start to yep. like be more like dicks. But at that age of around 10, yeah. it's a nice age. They are just wanting to, they're like little puppy dogs. They just want people to right. love them. They want to please you. Right. They want to like be around you. Yeah. Like they, they're, they put that's you like on a the pedestal. Good age. That's yes. the good age. Cause and they're, they're old enough to kind of, you can have a conversation with them. Yeah. You can talk to them. They'll listen. They're not like sometimes. little children bratty. Yeah. So they're getting a little bit mature, but they're also not that age where they're assholes. Exactly. <laughs> where they start, where that's they start developing the age. attitude. Yeah. yeah. But like, it's true. And like, that's why I'm like, you can't like, honestly, you, I can't believe she said that. Exactly. Oh my Especially as I'm glad that she apologized and she yeah. realized, but like as a yeah. parent, like she should have known that like, no matter what, even if it was her own kid being like, mom, do you like my brother more? Yeah. You just, but like, that's no, you don't go there with your kids. Yeah, you're just like, no. no, I love you all equally. Yes. I love you all. That's mm-hmm. all you got to say. Exactly. Why are you going to say more? You all have your different quirks and different personalities. <laughs> yeah. Your little brother can be fucking annoying, <laughs> but you know what? I love him and he's dear to my heart. Oh God, can you imagine having step? This woman has four biological children mm-hmm. and a stepchild. <laughs> and God we have damn. none. We have none. Some people are populating the earth while we are not. Well, you know, some people are contributing better to the earth than we are. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, to be fair, the earth is overpopulated. So yeah, they say that having children is a, is a, you know, a, uh, what do you call it? Economic drain or not an economic um, climate uh, catastrophe. Really? <laughs> well, that's not a catastrophe, yeah. but yes, like especially in the first when you know, where we live, mm. if we have kids, it is actually you know bad for the environment. Yeah, well, and I would imagine all the baby showers, all the gifts, all of those extra things that you're well, buying. Just, well, that and also just like literally having another human being being a drain to the because yeah. we're basically taking so much from the earth well, just and, by living. And also I would argue that especially like in our society like yes. you said we our carbon footprint for example exactly. is huge compared it's to other It's much higher yeah. than other countries that are developing. Exactly. So, so therefore uh, we're doing a service to 
We're doing a service <laughs> to the uh, to the earth yeah. by not having children. Exactly. And, and you're not going to have biological children. No, I'm not going to do surrogacy. You would adopt. Yeah, I'm going to adopt mm-hmm. if I do ever have kids. But I'm as the older I'm getting, the more oh God, grumpy old man is setting in, <laughs> settling into my ways, guys. <laughs> that I'm like, mm, I'm not sure if I want kids anymore. I know. Right? Oh my God. So like, I have to tell this story. Okay. okay? And I, I don't know if I'm going to offend some parents out there. Oh God. But when I was on the plane back to Calgary, did I tell oh you this story? Oh God, always plane stories. No. Oh, oh my God. You know that story about, uh, your story about the woman that put her foot up? Yeah. Guess what happened to me on the plane? No, no one put their foot okay, up on so your first seat. Of all, <gasps> so first of all, I'm flying. Okay. So I flew Air Canada. Yeah. <clears throat> and for the first time I paid extra to sit in priority seating. I okay. never pay yeah. for priority seating. But the reason why is because I looked at, you know, when you're like online checking in yeah. and then you're looking at the seat that's assigned to you. Mine was literally like in the middle aisle and in the middle of the middle aisle. Oh yeah. No. And it was jam packed. So the yeah. plane, you could see like all the X's. And so like, basically there was no other, you know what I mean? Like if I was, if, if it was empty beside me, I might be okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was jam packed. So clearly I'm going to be like stuck in the middle mm-hmm. in like a nine hour flight. And I was like, okay, well, you know what? Let me just have a look at what's available. Mm-hmm. And they went, they had this one priority seating available, which basically means you have, it's kind of like the emergency aisle, right? right, right you have right. the extra seat oh, or yeah. the extra room, like yeah. lots you of can extra stretch room. your legs. Exactly. Out. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, Oh, it's like 70 pounds. Cause I was like in the, in the UK. Yeah. It's like 70 pounds, you know, it's a bit, but you know, it's worth it. Sometimes might, these comforts worth are worth it. it. Exactly. I'm like, you know In what? our old age. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, you know what? It might be worth it. Yeah. Paid for the 70. Paid. I was like, you know what? This is a, it's a treat to myself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got on the plane and lucky for me. So, okay. Well, I got on the plane. So I'm sitting, so it was a four seater middle aisle. Okay. Mm-hmm. But obviously there's lots of room in the front. So it doesn't really matter. And I thought the whole thing was going to be full, mm-hmm. but so, um, there was one seat beside me and then there's two seats next to me. Uh, my other side. Yeah. And this, first of all, this mother with a baby comes in and a child and she sits next to me and I'm like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> like, not to be an asshole, but you know, we all think the same oh, thing. Oh, of course. When of course. When you see a baby, oh, the second thinking, I'm just oh, like, oh fuck. my God. So she's coming in and her baby is like, you know, literally a baby. Yeah. She's, you know, she's holding the baby and the child is maybe like, I don't know, four years old, five years old. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Little did I know that the baby would not be the problem. It was the child. The child was the problem. So the uh, child was sat next to me, right? Yeah. And then thankfully, when, you know, because I had another empty seat next to me. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, nobody sat there. Yeah. So I actually moved to the, to the next seat, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, obviously we want to create more space. Yeah. Okay? Distance yourself this from the children. Chi- <laughs> oh, my God. This child. Oh, my God, Daniel. I, I was like what the fuck is going on? Okay. The baby was fine. Yeah. The baby was completely fine. Didn't barely cried, yeah. whatever. This child just kept, <laughs> I don't know how to describe him. He was just like, okay. For example, I was playing, um, like Sudoku on my screen. Yeah. He like comes over, gets up, comes over, starts pressing on my screen. The mom is just sitting there. This is what's fucking annoying. Yeah. It's obviously not the child. It's the, it's the parents. It's the parents. Yeah. It's like, dude, I get that you have a baby, but also like you also have a child. Yeah. And also there's other people on this plane. Exactly. And she's just like, nonchalant. Like she's just barely paying attention. Mm. And clearly this child is like screaming for attention. Oh yeah. I think that's what's happening. Cause like yeah. the mom's like fully paying attention to the baby, which I understand, but also you have another child. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know how it is. Obviously it's probably more difficult to pay attention to two kids, for sure. but you're also traveling with two kids. Like, do something with your child. Yeah. Okay. And clear. And this kid is just like all, all over the place. Keeps bumping into me. Just fucking. And I'm sitting like at this point, I'm sitting like right at the other seat, end. 
Yeah. One seat, you know, and then this kid, what else did he do? Oh my God. He was just like, he kept pressing on my screen. Mm -hmm. Okay. Kept coming over, touching my shit. Like I had my bag beside me. He kept going through my bag, touching my bag, touching my shit. Uh, my, so I was like eating a bag of nuts. He starts like taking the nuts out. Yeah. Did you say anything to his mom? Oh, no, I, I, I was like, and I was like, at this point, I was parenting the fucking kid. I was like, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, you can't do that. Yeah. I was like, you can't do that. And he just like wasn't listening, just like fucking all over the place. I was like, oh my God, I've never been more annoyed at a child. Especially because you paid extra for that priority Exactly. Seat. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, are you fucking kidding me? See, at this point, I think that we need to start I, giving no fucks. I probably should have like, said something to the mom. It'd be like, excuse me, can you deal with your child? Yeah, I just felt bad because she had a baby, but also I shouldn't have felt bad. Don't feel bad. And also like, no apology from the mom. Yeah. I remember, oh, so like my friend was actually, uh, she was the flight attendant on the flight. <laughs> so with kate on the yeah, flight kate, oh my kate god that's amazing so kate because i was like tell, i was like telling kate i was like i'm speaking korean to my friend okay yeah. so i'm like oh my god this kid like yeah. i can't so at some point she was like kind of like you know it was slow and she sat beside me yeah in the seat next to the kid and the kid of course was like bumping into her just fucking like all kinds going of crazy. shit going crazy mom never apologizes and yeah. kate's so funny she like turns out she's like can i help you <laughs> <laughs> she's like do you want to do you want to watch a movie or something? And then the mom goes, "Oh, he doesn't he doesn't like to watch movies." It's like, "Well, fucking deal with do your kid." Do something with your child. And then she's like, and then we're like, "Oh, do you need something? Like, what do you need?" And then the mom's like, "Oh, he's just really hyperactive." Uh, yeah, that's very clear. Yeah. Like, "A, like why are you not apologizing for your child's behavior?" Exactly. And B, like, yeah, we can see that he's hyperactive. Like, yeah. You know, and I get it. Like, obviously, being a parent's hard, but like, yeah. also, you're doing things like if you're if you know that your child is hyperactive. Like, yes. maybe I'm gonna get some hate for saying this, but like, <laughs> maybe you wait till he's a little bit older to go on a trip, or like, you know, because I had something similar yes. where I was uh, basically I was pissed off because I was sat on this window seat, and yeah. when, when I got to my seat, there was a guy already sitting in my seat, right. and I was like, hey, like that's my seat, and it was like two seats, uh, three seats, two seats. Okay, and so there's only two seats, like a window and then the aisle. Right. And the guy goes, oh, um, do you mind if I sit here? What because the- my my girlfriend's sitting here because his girlfriend was like the seat next to me. And I was like, you know, at the time I was like being kind or like I was like more considerate. Oh, so I was like, so oh. you said yes. I was like, oh, that's fine. I, where are you sat? He's like, oh, I'm sat right in that seat there. So it was like in the aisle and it was sat here. So I sat there. It was the it was the aisle. Okay. Yeah. So I was in the aisle. There was a seat here. So that was in the middle. The three seats in the middle. I was on the aisle seat. Okay. The middle seat was this like four-year-old little girl. Oh, God. And then her mom next to her, right? This (laughs) four-year-old little girl. Apparently, that's the devil's age. Oh, she was kicking me. (laughs) She was like sleeping, but also kicking me. The mom, To be fair, the mom did kind of apologize. Right. But it was like very half-assed. And I was just more like... Like maybe you and your daughter switch seats. Exactly. Like maybe you guys. I was like, like, why are you not switching seats with your son? Exactly. Like, like I should have probably asked. I yeah, should have been like, can you guys switch? Yeah. This is a life lesson for both of us, though. <laughs> and I'm taking this as 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 dickish as this might sound. Like I I really sometimes it's not all the time because I think there's a time and a place. But you know those people that are no fucks given. Yeah. That would be like, excuse me, ma'am, you need to take care of your son. Switch seats or something because <laughs> yeah. I'm not dealing with this all flight. You know, like yes, people like that. I know we need to like kind of stand our ground a little bit without being so harsh, but like being nice about it. But being like, you know, in that example where yeah. the guy's like, can I switch seats? I'll be like, no, I want to sit by the window. Sorry. Yeah. You know, or with that mm-hmm. your example being like, excuse me, do you mind switching seats? with your son because he's, he's a little crazy because he keeps bumping me i'm trying to enjoy my flight yes. you know like there's I nothing paid wrong extra with that for this fucking seat exactly i paid extra for this seat and i really want to relax on I my know. flight back to canada yeah. like 
I think that's okay. Like I, I, oh. I you don't have to be a dick about it, but I think we need to get better at yeah. just like being firm about that. If someone's in our space or doing things that we don't like, just like I say know. something. Yeah, we need to we need to get better. Yeah. Um uh yeah, and that fucking annoys me. Mm. The fact that he was already sitting in that seat. I think just that alone would have been like, no. Yeah. Like you why are you already sitting there? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're already like nobody let you sit there. Like you can ask maybe once I get there. Yeah. But don't fucking take my seat. Yeah. Before I'm even there. Yeah. Oh. Anyways, so that happened. Oh god. And then the fucking dude behind me, okay, put his goddamn bare foot <laughs> on my armrest. That I did say something. Of course. I, I saw his foot. I was like, what the? F-? I was like, excuse me. <laughs> I was like, can you not? <laughs> I was like, can dying. you not do that? Did it remind you of the story I told yes! you? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that fucking happened. I'm actually dying, Rose. I'm like, where do these people get the audacity? I don't, like, I'm sorry. Okay, the kid is one thing, and that's an annoying thing as well. But who in their- grown-ass adult man. Who in their right mind thinks it's, first of all, appropriate <laughs> to fucking take oh your God. socks off and put your trotters- <laughs> Right on someone's fucking armrest. Oh my god, I was so pissed. I'm shook. I was like, oh my god, what the fuck? I- <laughs> god damn! You're killing me. <laughs> it's like you had my flight, but everything combined in one. <laughs> you know, you had the child because yes. those things happened to me on two different flights. The oh foot my god. and the child. I swear to fucking Christ. Oh, uh, but it's dude. It, I I just feel like in general, it's because like uh, people are just they never cease to amaze me. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> I can't believe that barefoot. So what did you do? You just turned around and what did you I say? literally, I think I was just like, I, it was like a knee jerk reaction. I was like, I was like, excuse me, can you not do that? <laughs> like I, I draw the line. Okay. Meanwhile, the kid's fucking banging yeah, on your oh leg. Oh my God. Barefoot. Fucking stealing my nuts. Yes. He started eating my almonds and he'll like spit it out. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I would have said something to mom. And the mom's like in her own little world, like only yeah. paying attention to the daughter. I'm like, no wonder your kid's like fucking crying out for attention. Rose, next time, Take a, I need you to take this advice as well, but like, don't feel bad. Yeah, I'm gonna don't be like, feel excuse bad. Me, I paid extra for the seat. Your this, child is in my fucking space. Exactly. This, this, these people, they're choosing <laughs> to travel with kids, and I'm, I know for those of you that have kids, I know like, it's I feel hard. Like an asshole by don't. like, I know, but just like, don't. It's like with, it's like with little things. It's like you know, just I feel like we need to get, and I'm, I need to do this as well, but we need to get better at like things that are not uncomfortable, but things that we don't necessarily want to do. Right. Within we, reason. Yeah. Within reason, right? We can't be dicks and be like, oh, I'm never blah, blah, blah. But like within reason, it's like there's certain things where it's like, no, I'm not going to accept this. Yeah. You know, like, and I'm going to tell, I'm going to say something and like request that they switch their seats mm-hmm. or, or something, you know, kind of like how yeah. you did with the guy's foot. Like right away, you're like, what are you doing with the mom? You know, similar approach, you yeah. know, like not what are you doing, but like, hey, do you mind controlling your son or switching seats yeah. with him? Oh God, I should have asked that. Yeah. Ugh. Next time. Hindsight is 2020. Mm-hmm. Now that you've had this experience and I've had this experience as well, <laughs> I'm telling you guys right now, sorry, but if you see me on a flight and you're trying to switch seats with me, fuck no. Not going to happen. And if you see me on a flight and you have a four-year-old son, please keep him away. And also, <laughs> if you're deciding to take your shoes and socks off and putting your foot oh on the, the person in front of you's armrest, which like, I'm like, I'm like, I, I just, I honestly, that. Oh, right. It's bad enough to have your foot on there, yeah. but barefoot? I, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? I just don't get I don't know where these people think that's okay. I don't understand. I would die. Like, this is the thing I said, I, I was mentioning about how we need to get better at like creating boundaries and things mm-hmm. like that. But like, I would never put my bare foot uh, no. on someone's armrest. I wouldn't even do it in someone's house. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Like I, yeah. in my own house. Sure. I'll put my feet up wherever I yeah. fucking want. But like, I would like, 
I don't know. It sounds like a fun and flight And on that rose. positive note. On that positive note, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. Rose is back in Calgary now. So Woo-woo! next week we will be doing some stories. Yes. Hopefully there's some interesting stories. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Some good ones. Some uh-huh. no, None about uh, the C word, climate change. <laughs> yeah. And none about uh, shootings or anything oh, like that. God. It's fucking depressing. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah. So if you guys are watching this video on YouTube, don't forget to hit that subscribe. Give this video a thumbs up. Show us some love in the comment section yeah. down under. Um whatever podcast platform you happen to be listening to the podcast on, don't forget to hit follow. You'll get updated as soon as there's a new episode out. And also do not forget to check out our Patreon page guys for that exclusive content. Patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Yeah. God damn. All right guys. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.